Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today I have the pleasure to interview our lifetime member, Caroline Cooper. And today we talk about the one skill that can make or break your business. But before we start, remember that if you want to become a master at LinkedIn, get leads and understand how to use automation in a way that doesn't annoy your ideal client, but actually gets them involved in the conversation and save you hundreds of hours every month, then check our course LinkedIn Mastery. The link here is here in the show notes. Now, in this episode with Caroline Cooper, we talk about the what is the skill that you need to that can make or break your business, why it's important to go back to basics, and the power of sharing your story. You will absolutely love it. And let me tell you a bit more about Caroline as well. I can help there are three words that change Caroline's life. In fact, she went from math teacher to writing facilitator. She now works with women, empowering them to expand their business through the written word, moving them from feeling frustrated, depressed, and stuck to feeling happy, successful, and fulfilled. Now, Caroline is a brilliant example that uh, there are no limits to what you can change in uh, your life. She's also a brilliant example of the fact that uh, there is always, always, always a first time and never be afraid to take the first step. In fact, this is her very, very first interview that she ever did. So I'm sure that you will get a great, you will have a great time and you will get incredible nuggets from Carol Ann. And in particular, if you have been stuck and you wanted to get out there, use Caroline example to uh, have that motivation to get out there and grow your business faster. To read the transcript and get bonus resources of the interview, visit www.gtex.org.uk forward slash 221. And if you want to become one of our members and understand how our membership works, then uh, click the link in the show notes to see how we can uh, help you and your business and work together. Now it's time to get started. Without further ado, let's welcome to the podcast the one and only Carol Ann Cooper with the number one key skill that will make or break your business. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today I'm here with one of our lifetime members, Carol Ann Cooper. How are you doing, Carol Ann? Very well, thank you. Yeah, very well. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So today is all about the story, is all about words, about business. But before we get started, I know you have a quote which is very important for you. Can we start with that quote and then we can use this as a starting point to get to know each other a bit more? Yeah, okay. Um, it's a quote by Alvin Toffler um, and it's, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Wow, that's a very powerful one. What, yeah. what made you select that quote? What, uh, 
what was about that call that was important for you? Um, it's one that I heard many, many years ago. And it's really been a driving force for me. Um, I sort of lose sight of it now and again, but I reconnected with it um, just before we sort of doing this podcast and sort of looking at quotes that were relevant to what I want to talk about. And that one just came boom straight back again. Because for me, I, I you know, it, it, it is about you. We've learned how to do something. We've learned ways of being. But then we seem to stick in that. Um, and what's important, if you can then unlearn that and relearn a different way of doing something or new ways of being, it helps you to move hmm. out of stuckness. It helps you to move out of, you know, maybe you're getting frustrated with something or you, you can't quite, I don't know, something's not working for you. Um, so that, yeah, that that one has really spoken to me for many years now. As I say, been quite a driving force. Sure. Um, and now that's made me think about it. Can you give us a moment in your life, it could be a recent or it can be the past, where you had to kind of reinvent yourself or relearn new things? Oh, gosh, it's like a whole host sort of crowding. Um, the one that really sort of shouts out at the moment is stepping away from teaching and using the what I started to train or be, then trained in, um, the new sort of techniques and things. Oh, I can feel it here. Mm -hmm. What was to, the, to actually then, yeah. sorry, to actually create a, a business out of that and to move away from being employed to being self-employed you know mm -hmm. so I really had to let go of a lot of things um, but also learn different ways of communicating with people mm -hmm. um, and actually unlearn a lot of beliefs that I had about myself and my ability and what I could do um, and relearn new ways and actually relearn that I, I feel there's much more I'm capable of than I actually believed I was. What was one of the, um, uh, you mentioned beliefs. Uh, what mm. was some of the beliefs that you had uh, about yourself that you had to unlearn? Because <laughs> I think that uh, in the process of moving from, uh, you know, having a job uh, or uh, doing, uh, having a career for a number of years and then starting something new, something that uh, it becomes like your baby, I had to unlearn a lot of beliefs as well <laughs> that I had about myself. <laughs> So which one uh, yeah. was some, one of the one that you had to unlearn or, or relearn? Um, oh, one very key one here is actually um, about me being able to write, about being able to explain what it is I do, being able to use words, find words, um, because I always had beliefs about myself that I couldn't explain, I couldn't um, make myself understood, um, I could never find the words, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I mean, I, I, I hated words, to be honest. Um, and I believe that I couldn't write. I never, ever understood how I ever passed my English language A-level. Mm-hmm. And I certainly didn't believe I could ever achieve an English language A-level. And yet, I eventually I did. You know, it, things turned around. I relearned how, how to sort of connect with words, how to find words and, and enjoy words um, and use them. And actually, I did about 11, 12 years ago, mm-hmm. I did do an English language A-level. As I said, something I never, ever thought I was capable of doing. Wow. So, mm-hmm. in, in a, which is a bit of a, a great starting point for our conversation because... Uh, now you are helping people with their words. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that goes, uh, and the thing is, you find a lot of times that we start in a path and we never thought that you are capable of it. And then uh, mm-hmm. we become really good at it <laughs> after a while and we start teaching it to other people. So uh, what uh, what made you say, what made you, made you say, f- or maybe make the decision. How did you make the decision to go from I hate this, I'm not capable to do this to actually right now people need to know about this because this is so important and everyone should understand how the word how to use words. Um the the sort of the, the what woke me or, or prompted me or just I was there was um, probably about oh, 16, 17 years ago now. I lose track of time, but it was quite a long time ago. I was sitting on a boat at, in San Francisco Bay mm-hmm. and I looking up at the mountainside and I just saw this mansion up there at the top and I went, that's going to be mine one day. <laughs> and his voice said, oh, yeah, you know, three, four, five million. Are you ever going to afford that? And I literally heard this loud voice, you're going to write a book. Just in my head, and I went, what? Me? No, 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 no. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. And then it just started the inquiry. It's like, well, how? What am I going to write about? You know, what are the topics? And and so from there, I um, it, it just sort of, things unfolded. Um, so that inquiry sort of led me through a lot of, um, I don't know, I, I, I just guess, I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I get things just sort of happened, and and I think in an unconscious way, I then was just doing activities and courses and that that just have um, different processes and things to to, to unlock that mm-hmm. within. But that, that's that was that driving question. Well, what's the book going to be about? And I actually many years ago I, I've started. I've, I've got the outline of a book. I've written the. the um, the structure of it, I've got the chapters, I've got the beginning, you know, and mm-hmm. sort of the, the, the forward and the end. Um, and it sort of got a bit stuck, it's there. And I've got a few other ideas of books and I've got lots of courses that I've written out of all the trainings I've been on. Um, and they're all sort of just stuck. <laughs> so it's um, all of that, it it's, has helped me to say, well, how, how can I, how can I do this? Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to 
to bring this out and to, to let it out to the world or to bring it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been an amazing journey. And I, I would actually just like to share yeah. um, that I, I never thought, you never know how it's going to happen. Um, you just sort of, and interestingly enough, the, the, the title of the piece that I've just written is, I, ne- I never saw that coming. Mm. And um, it's a, a 200 word uh, piece of writing that I submitted to um, it was a, a community book um, project that happened at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was accepted. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in print. So I'm going to be in print. And I'm going, oh my God, how <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> you say you suddenly turn around and wow <laughs> things just happen so it's trusting the guidance and even though at times you you know I, I felt god is this ever going to happen you know you just sort of find some resilience deep inside or there's something that guides you and you just go okay mm. what's in the way do another process do another course do something else talk to someone else you know and just keep trusting the, the process the whole time um, so think of that you're a, a brilliant example of resilience uh, and uh, just like keep finding uh, keep going up until you find what works and uh, you know, mm. for for a lot of uh, people that uh, are in a situation where maybe they're running their business but they are not uh, they kind of give up on their words and they kind of give up on the fact that they can get their their stuff out there what would you say was the biggest learning that you had throughout this process that could help them out? <sighs> what? Well, oh gosh. The, the words that come to mind is there's always a way. And I actually, many, many, many years ago when um, my 14 year old granddaughter was just a baby, I was mm-hmm. sat feeling in that space of oh, just not knowing to do, and I was just cradling her, and literally out of that that space of just being with her, out came the words, uh, and just a poem sort of just came out, and it's like there's always a way, there's always a way to get out of the dark, no matter how black, no matter how stark, there's always a way to get mm. out of the dark, you know, and, and it actually carries on. Uh, there's a few bit more to it, but those. Keep those first few lines just stuck with me over and over. There's always a way to get out of the dark. There's always a way, you know? So that really, because mm. most people you hear them say, well, I've tried everything. Well, actually, no. <laughs> you tried a lot of things, you know? But and not. again, it comes back to the words you use. If you listen to your language and what you're saying, that's where it actually exists. So that's how it is. I've tried everything. Well, then that actually creates a space of there is nothing else you can do whereas if you say i've tried a lot of things it actually allows for well well, there might be something else i can do Mm -hmm. you know Mm. so if someone wants to get started i want to get um, uh, to talk about the the power and importance of your story of uh, of the stories that we all have because uh, a lot of times uh, we start our businesses because something happened to us something mm-hmm. happened to us and uh, or we want to make things right or we want to prove something to someone or maybe just to prove it to ourselves that we can do something different and we can make it or because we really deeply care about a particular category of people uh, 
is someone who wants to link their story to the work that they do in their business in a written format, what, where can someone start? Because someone, I talk to a lot of people and sometimes people are stuck. They're like, but this is my business. It doesn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> it's, it's what I do. It's not who I am. Okay, tell, tell me your, your point of view on that. Um, it, it doesn't have anything to, where do I start? It's, their business has everything to do with them. There will be something that drove them to that in the first place. Um, and it may be something they've lost sight of. There may be something, they've, they've got a, a why within them, you know, there's it's something that a driving force that they may have lost sight of or even sound of, it's like gone into some silent area um, within them. But there will be something, and it's really, it's it's connecting with that. What had them do what they're doing, you know, set up the business that they, they've set up? Um, and maybe, I, I, what I'm getting is, maybe there's a question, is, is this the business for me? Um, if it's not going the way they want to, or what is it about this business that maybe I'm, you know, I haven't fully connected with my why, and maybe they need to just change a little bit with it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But if you connect with your why, that's where to start. And how can we connect with our why? What I'm getting is you're just putting your heart, sorry, putting your hand on your heart and just going inside and just asking, what is it that's important to me? Mm -hmm. What had me start this business? What is the driving force here? But ultimately, what is important to me? Mm -hmm. So it comes down to your values, you know, there. Um, really connect because the answers are within you and most people are looking outside mm -hmm. um, so that's a, a great place to start and then just in that space just pick up a pen and start writing hmm. and just let the words flow you know whatever comes out just let it come out you know it can be jumbled it just odd words but even just it's just splodges on the page um, yeah. and and even using your other hand to write with, you know, or having maybe something in your other hand to fidget with so that you're connecting both sides of the brain, you know, mm -hmm. some activation going on. Um, but that, that's an initial one, one to do. I mean, I, I take people back to the basics of writing um, to reconnect with learning to write um, because I feel that there there is a the steps that are missing um, when we first learn to write, which has us then be stuck later on with that flow. Mm -hmm. So it's finding that flow and, and again, reconnecting uh, with the flow of writing. Mm -hmm. But actually handwriting is key before you go typing. Because you use a different, different 
uh, parts of the brain for that. And that also helps you to connect more deeply with yourself. So is uh, handwriting, uh, it was really fascinating uh, um, listening to some of the processes that uh, you use and that you teach um, on about writing because a lot of people nowadays, they will just type. Because mm. anyway, even if you write something on paper, then you got to type it later. So <laughs> they, are, <laughs> they are going to, it's easier to start just typing. But I think I agree with you. Doing some, some processes when you're doing some work or exploration or even, for example, journaling, which is very connected to finding your why in writing, mm. it doesn't yeah. have the same effect if you type. Not mm. at all, because there is not, while well, when you're writing, there's this connection between the brain, the paper, and uh, you and the paper, and the hand, and the pen. And everything works together uh, while having a machine f interrupting the kind of process, uh, then a lot of times doesn't access the same part. It's, it's not, it doesn't work, but doesn't access the same part of the brains that you would access if you're writing. That's right. With That's that. very true. Uh, with a pen okay mm. so caroline i've got one more question uh, regarding the uh, the writing sometimes uh, some people can uh, uh, can have the question of but what if i what i put out there is not good enough and uh, they will never put something out there because it's never good enough <laughs> what would, what <laughs> would you say to those people uh I would say go to that inner child who is saying that um, and what, you know, what age comes to mind when you think of that inner child who is saying, you know, what I write there is not good enough, what I've written isn't good enough hmm. and ask her, you know, or him, sorry, I'm just going to ask her or him, what what would they like to hear that would have them know that what they write is good enough? And maybe just give them a big hug and say, you did the best with the resources you did at the time. Hmm. And now I have resources that you can have access to. Give them a big hug and ask them to invite them to grow up inside of you and join you, you know? Because actually perfection, it's like, what is perfection? Hmm, what sure. is good enough? Sure. Yeah. Now, what um, is, so you yeah. mentioned, you, a lot of time you mention about the work, uh, about the inner child. And you do a lot of work uh, mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with people uh, around the inner child. So what is the link between uh, inner child and writing? Um... The experience that you had at school is what I I find to come back to um, because how you experience writing at school, learning to write, or uh, what you were writing, you know, there's there's always something that happened that if you go back to that inner child, she's there still stuck or he's still there stuck wondering, well, what happened? Why wasn't that good enough? What could I have done better? Or, wow, th that, that just 
hurt me, you know, when they've something happened and they just made it mean something about themselves and then they're just they're just stuck and that in a child is what's holding you back and once you release that inner child's wound and believe for whatever happened there things shift for you and it because it doesn't matter how much people say to you as the adult well just get on with it or do it and you know that you're capable of doing it or that what you're doing is good enough, that inner child doesn't know. Um, so by actually mm-hmm. working with and, and I found, and it, it can be an inner child who's maybe just a few years younger than you, you know, do you know what I mean? Or it could be that the child from school, I've always found that that's what I end up, who I end up working with. Because that, in that moment, that's the behavior that is running the show. When, you, when you're stuck, when you're upset or anything like that, you know. So um, that's where I always end up finding myself working with that inner child and that's where the magic happens. Uh, it is uh, very, very, very powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. I do a lot of work personally with the inner child. I think has been with all the kind mm-hmm. of spiritual or deep uh, work uh, that I've done. Definitely, that's the one that stayed with me the most or that I keep doing more regularly uh, because uh, there is a... I find it is, a, is a quite quick and effective. <laughs> I don't know, a lot mm-hmm. of time, a lot of time is just like this little child inside us that is craving for attention or for a kind word or for something. Yeah. And, uh, and just giving it to them, they can change, they can change our day, they can change our world. Uh, and... Yeah. and get us to step into like becoming again in control of what we want to do rather than having a little child dictating or throwing a tantrum or a strop <laughs> dictating what uh, <laughs> our day is gonna be like <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah <laughs> all right caroline before before we wrap up uh, you are uh, one of our lifetime members what do you value the most about uh, being a lifetime members of gtex Oh gosh, the the community, the the um, the support that's there, but most of all, the the wealth of experience that you and Ben have brought to this, your trials, tribulations, and all that your what you've been through and what you have now put together uh, is just amazing, and has created such a the word family comes to mind it's that it's that space for family Mm. to bond to support each other um and it's 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 always the 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 encouragement there's never any oh that was rubbish anything anything that is said that to improve it is not does never never comes over as criticism Mm. or put down it's really empowering and like wow yeah great and you take it on board and you just fly with it so it's that support the family but most of all your you and ben your tenacity and resilience at bringing this together because that's what gives us that bedrock Mm. to stand Mm. on and be resilient and determined 
<laughs> to get there. <laughs> you know? Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing, Caroline. So, guys, if you're listening right now and you want to know how you can become uh, one of our different, uh, one of our member, whether it's lifetime membership or other membership options that we have, then uh, check the link that there is in the show notes. I'll be more than happy to have a chat with you and see how we can work together. And you can join our incredible community. Now, it's time to wrap up, Caroline. If uh, someone wants to connect with you, reach out to you, uh, have a chat with you, what's the best way? Uh, is to email me and, and request the call so we can have a, a conversation. And what's your email? The email address is carolann, so that's C-A-R-O-L-A-N-N-E dot open doors. O-P-E-N-D-O-O-R-S at hotmail.com. Brilliant. So the email will be here in the show notes. Make sure that if you want to reach out to Caroline, connect with her, book a session with Caroline, then send her an email. Caroline, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on our show and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. Yeah. Can I, sorry, can I just say if they put in the, the topic, GTEx podcast or sure yeah just so i know <laughs> right absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> so make yeah, sure you no, put thank, a topic g text podcast as a title of the email so then uh, she will know where, where it's yes. coming from yeah <laughs> right yeah. thanks a lot caroline thank you for joining us you're welcome thank you it's my pleasure and ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for uh, listening to the show it is great to have you here. If you haven't subscribed yet, what are you waiting for? Subscribe right now. And up until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. Bye for now. Bye.